baseball season is coming up fast. I'm excited to be a part of it. Are you a part of it? Well, I'm 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 buying MLB.tv again this year. Watch it. Okay, so you'll be okay. I'll be a p- passive part of it. I might go to a game. I'm excited to watch my team. Part of it. You will sit there completely still, not do anything, not cheer. I will probably cheer a little bit. Okay, then you're active. Does that make me like basically a baseball player? Pretty much. Okay, you, that makes you like one step below John Cruck. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, though I don't think I could stand up to uh, eating like John Cruck. Oh, don't, don't, don't. You know, don't hold yourself in such low regard, right? You know who John Cruck always reminded me of back in the day, and that was uh, WWE's uh, Skinner. Do you yeah. remember short, short-term uh, mm-hmm. wrestler Skinner yeah. who played like a Cajun alligator wild man, but he always had spittle, and he had a long like beard, and he always just had spittle running down from right. the jaw. And whenever I'd see that guy wrestling, I'd be like, that's John Cruck. So every time I think of John Cruck, I imagine him standing on first base with just like jaw dripping from his beard. And you, I need to throw up now. You, uh, you know who he always reminded me of? Matt Stafford. Matt okay. Stafford and John Cruck look <laughs> exactly alike. That is not even They're both kind. a little short... Short round guys, little short round dudes. You know who's on a... Like they, they fit perfectly Like when you make them into like Lego people uh-huh. or like Weeble Wobbles. Weeble Remember Wobbles. The Weeble Wobbles? I, they don't fall down. Yeah, they don't fall down. Although that's not Matt Stafford. He falls down all the time. <laughs> oh Especially if he sees some candy. Oh just... <laughs> you know who was on ESPN this afternoon? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Yeah. He's doing art. Guys, he's doing art. Yeah. They have a thing where they dip uh, footballs in so paint. So he calls he competitive eating an art? He does not. <laughs> How dare you? They actually look pretty cool up on eBay. Do me a favor, uh, fans of the show. Don't bid on them. <laughs> oh, actually, go ahead and bid on them. They're already—they're all going to be out of my price range anyway. I put a bid on all of them as soon as the auctions went How out. How much you bid? Like forty bucks. How uh, much do you think they'll go for? Oh, the paint. There's five paintings of giant four by six. You think thousands of dollars? Thousands of dollars. Oh. The footballs easily like five hundred each. Uh, it's at least here's the deal. If it goes higher than say like two hundred, I'm, I'm way out. Yeah, I bid like fifty bucks each on everything, and I've been getting notes all day long. Your bid has been outbid. Your bid has been outbid. You're all outbid on all of them now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was but, gonna outbid you just <laughs> just as we're talking just now. You know we can't get a signal in here. What are you talking about? I've got a signal. Oh, there you go. Hey everybody, <laughs> you have made it back to episode one hundred and twenty-six of Raisin Brent. Brent, and I'm Ray, and I'm Brent, and uh, we got stuff going on, Brent. This is twenty six. That's fourteen times nine, Ray. Is it? Yeah, and that that could be anything. There you go. To be fair, that could totally be wrong, and I would believe you. Really? Because <laughs> I I don't I don't even want to do the math in my yeah, head. Well, one hundred twenty six. You add up three digits, it equals nine. So you know it's a divisible by nine. All digits divisible by nine add up to nine eventually. That can't be true. It's true. Eight point one. Yeah, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, that's pretty crazy. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Boy, what a big week for television because the sports is, uh, you know, again, we're waiting for baseball to pop up, but we have uh, all three of our favorite shows. We have X-Files. We have Better Call Saul. We have The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking Deadsman. And crazy stuff happened on all three shows this week. It was, uh, yeah, none of them were just us watching and going, oh, that's fun. Oh, what a nice throwaway episode. Nope. <laughs> on any stretch of the imagination. Uh, let's see here. We've got some NBA stories coming out right now because, you know, while we don't deal so much with the X's and O's because we only have a passing knowledge of all of the above, we do have good knowledge of crazy things that happen off the field. So we have a little bit of that. And we're going to do some baseball predictions. We're going to talk a little bit about the baseballs. Let's do that. You want to do that? Okay. Well, sure. let's get right to some Major League Baseball preseason hijinks after three seconds of Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like to think that I'm 
Sha. What what was that? You know, like some of the umps they sound like that when they do their strikes. Yeah. You know, I remember none of them actually go strike. Well, no. some of them do. Strike. I always hear hey. They sound like E Honda from Street Fighter 2. Hey. Yeah. And then on the third one they're like ha. <laughs> Uh, you remember when Leslie Nielsen in uh, Naked Gun yeah. did his like, over-the-top umpire? Who knew that that would just set precedent? Right. <laughs> because that seems like exactly how we're going these days. Wait, I remember there used to be guys, I don't know if they're major league guys to do this, but like the guys that would sound like, they would kind of sound like auctioneers. Yep. Okay. When they do a strike. That. Yep. I always get annoyed because they'll always like make a sound for strike, but we never hear them say a sound for ball. Yeah. So basically, if nothing happens at all, that's why it's a ball. That was always very confusing when I was well, a kid. Well, but that makes it less confusing because if you yell for both things and they don't say a word, yeah. But I mean, ah. <laughs> NFL. Wait, was that a strike or a ball? I, you heard me. Ah. But ah. NFL officials have a hand signal for a catch and for not a catch. Well, they it's not confusing. No, for a strike, they raise their right hand. That's a strike. But for a ball. There's nothing. There's nothing. That's right. Shouldn't there be just like, just like, no. No, then you're not confused about, oh, he raised his left hand. No. It's you raise your hand, either hand, it's a strike. It's supposed to be right hand, but it could be either hand. We're getting all technical here on me. Not, but, isn't that what we're trying to talk about? Is Probably. Te- how they're supposed to technically <laughs> I don't know. I do, strikes? I do like the over-the-top. I think I like the over-the-top baseball ref more than I like the over-the-top football ref. Oh, no, I don't like the over-the-top. You know who I hate in football refs? Okay. So, Hockey? Well, kind of. But, I mean, in general, here's what I hate in football yes. refs. They're, so there's, they're supposed to be a protocol for how you do it. Right? In theory, yes. You, you, you throw the flag, and then you run up to the head referee, and you tell him what it is. Right. I hate the guys who are like, as they're running up, they go, they do the, they do the signal so that they get their own little. You think that's why they do it? I thought they were just trying to save time. Like it, that, was, like, it was so obvious. Then, I was why, saying like, yeah, then the why thing. even run up to them? Because he needs the number. So what? 85. You know, it's not that hard. You have, we literally have enough fingers to just hey, show him your fingers. Did you just flip me off? Yeah. 11. 11. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Uh, so we're talking a little bit of 21. baseball. <laughs> yeah. Let's just have giant You know what I mean? Bus. No, it's totally to just get their own. And if his number's 111, you got to pull your pants down. <laughs> They're always running up doing they the, are. you know, or they're doing the whole start. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That doesn't bother me. Give them their moment in the sun, no, Brent. That's not how. Don't you're be a to hater. It. It's supposed. To, we're supposed to be surprised when he says it. We're not supposed to be like, oh, we already know what it is. So I, when you watch a TV show, are you mad when the supporting characters get lines too? Mariska no. Hargitay isn't the only one speaking all the time on SVU. I'm so mad. I am. Uh, look, would, why, okay. Why does Ice T get lines? Here's no. Here's how. What you have to equate it to, Ray? Yes. You have the guy, <laughs> right? He's gonna run up and get and. And he, you don't think he's going to get killed, but he's going to walk up to the dude and get killed. Okay. And so it's for like him turning back to the audience and going, watch this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to die. Watch. Don't miss it. I'm about to die. Like, it's something you're not supposed to know until you know it. Yeah. Because if he runs up doing that sign... It's they still have to. They, they sometimes still is discussion about whether that was actually so what you, happened. You see a guy fall start. You see a guy running up doing the hand signal, and you're just like, now the drama's gone. Yes. What drama? Well, I just think, you like, saw the that's guy That's not jump. part of your job, sir. Oh, goodness you work your way to be up to the head referee. You do. Okay. In theory. You know how you get to not be head referee? By stealing their thunder. 
I think that's like, you know, like, hey, look at me. See, I'm doing it too. I could do this full time. The head referee, I'd be like, drop and give me 10. Now. Right there on the field. Drop and give me 10. You know what? Time out for two plays. Yeah. Time out. We don't need a line You're judge. suspended. You're suspended. Uh, but anyway, we're talking he baseball. Tosses, he tosses the other guy from the game. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, my gracious. We're talking baseball, though. Yeah. Because Vegas odds just came out. But you know what? I hate football. Season. Yes. Thank you. Okay. We're, we'll hit football arrest for the rest of the week, maybe. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of football arrests, Johnny Manziel. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, baseball odds are out. Vegas odds for who's going to win. And you were complaining to me earlier. Thus, this segment came into being, sort of. Uh, I'm not complaining. I'm actually happy about it. But, okay, but. so the Royals are... We used to start with the baseline point. The Royals are... What? What's the odds of Royals winning? Well, what do you think they are? Well, we talked earlier. You said they were 11 to 1. No, you said they... they I said don't. they were 12 to 1 because I looked at a different source. 18 to 1. 18 to 1, according mm-hmm. to yours. Okay. And you thought that was outrageous. Defending champs. Well, they're, they're tied for 11th. I mean, you would think they would be like... At least top seven. So tied for eleventh was really what was setting you off right there. You're like yeah, there yeah. are ten teams that should not the probably odds be themselves. If it's it's all relative. Okay. So if I was to, uh, we're going to play a little guessing game right here. Is the ten teams that are ranked better chance to win the World Series than the Royals right Ooh, now? Okay. You want ten? You, you you guess ten and see how many you get right. Right. Okay. So and how many are you going to? Uh... I'll write them down as I go. Okay. And then uh, uh, we'll just. How keep... many do you have to get right to to win? Oh, man. I would think I'd have to get six or seven right. We'll call it seven. I mean, that's, it shouldn't be that hard, I would think. I would say, yeah. Well, there's going to be a lot of mid, middling teams. I would say teams. you have to get seven and a half. Well, to be fair, there are ten teams that... Seven that, is a push, eight's a win. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Six, so, I win. Seven's a push, eight, man. you win. Okay. So I'll just start with the teams that I know are good and I know get run in the media, okay? Okay. So if I was going to start, I'll go with the L.A. Dodgers. Okay. Uh, L.A. No, not the. I'll go the San Francisco Giants. Okay, they seem likely. Uh, the New York Mets okay. because they were in the World Series last year. Oh yeah, well clearly. Yeah, uh, the Washington Nationals always get run. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Those would be the four National League teams that jump off the top of my head. Uh, as far as the AL teams go, I guess I'd go Toronto because I've got to fill this with ten teams mm-hmm. uh, in the Central. I can't see them putting any Central teams above. I'm not going to put the Indians. Yeah. They're not going to put the Tigers, even though I think. Well, I think the Royals are better than the Tigers this year. I'll put that on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to go out west, and we'll go the Texas Rangers. Okay. We'll go the – I'll go the Angels just because I'm going to need to fill this up, and that's seven right there. Mm-hmm. I will go with – gosh, who else is good? Boy, I've got seven teams here right now, and I'm blanking on the – I'm just blanking on, like, what other teams are even so that acceptable. That means the best you can do is tie. Okay, St. Louis <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals. How okay. could I forget so quickly? The, okay. other, the better team of Missouri. I think okay. we can all agree. Okay. And there's eight right there. So if I'm going to put two more teams, I'll put the Oakland A's because they always seem to get run every few years. And team number 10, team number 10. I'll just put the New York Yankees. Okay. Just because the Yankees always get run no matter what. Okay. So those are the 10 teams that I've got right there. Brent. Okay. So I... I I wasn't able to actually keep track because I don't have. Pen. Well, tell you but, what, but you tell me the teams, and I'll tell you. We'll run down the list okay. one more time. You guys at home can play this as well, by the way. Yeah. So the L.A. Dodgers. The L.A. Dodgers are number two. Okay, San Fran- one. San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants are number. They're tied for third. Tied yeah. for third. So they're yes. on the list. Yes. New York Mets. Yes. Gotta be. Yeah. Uh, Washington uh, Nationals. Yes. Okay. Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Yes. Oh, Texas Rangers. No. No. L.A. Angels. No. No. St. Louis Cardinals. 
Got to be. No. No, not in the top ten. Oh, boy, I'm in trouble. Oakland A's? No. New York Yankees? No. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. So I got six. I got, got six. six. I won. Yeah, that's a win for you. Uh, uh, who are the four I'm missing here? Okay, you're missing. You missed the easiest one, the Cubs. Oh, the Cubs. Hello. Yes, they're good. The Houston Astros. Really? Okay. The Cleveland Indians. No effing way is where I say that. Yeah. And did say Boston? I did not say Boston. Boston. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Boston is well, on see, the list. See, this is my point, Ray. Well, I'm happy with six. You were right close there. because uh, the 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 Cardinals and the Rangers, who you picked, were tied with the Royals. Okay, and the, uh, oh yeah, yeah, they're tied with the Royals, so it counts. Well, then you'd be top thirteen teams, not. Top, Don't worry about that. Top Don't worry 10. about that. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see right there how okay. What rationale? Are they just assuming that for all the reasons Boston were bad last. Remember, we picked Boston to win the East last year too, mm-hmm. and yeah, they were why, a meltdown. Why are we thinking that Boston's going to be good this year? Um, I think I've got Boston in kind I mean, of the reverse I mean, of the I mean, uh, Royals. Look. Not even saying they're going to be good. This means your odds to win the World Series. There are people sitting there right now being like, yeah, man, I look at what Boston's done in the offseason. Championship. Cleveland? Cleveland, who couldn't win a championship when they were dominant. And even though the Cubs are greatly improved and they were good last year. Boy, they're going to they're gonna win one. Four to one. Four to one's a little strong. And the next closest team is ten to one. I would think you just put the Cubs in like a, a fifteen to one or something yeah, like that. Just based just on to, the when have they when the last time they won was over hundred years ago? That is correct. Okay. And the last time, but they they're were, four to one. Yeah. Last time they were in the World Series was what nineteen forty five. See, here's what's weird: the Royals last or the, the Chicago last time they won the World Series over hundred years ago, four to one. Four to one. Royals in the last two World Series and won last year, eighteen to one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, obviously, the uh, people don't think they did enough in the offseason. I guess not. But that Cubs team is going to be scary good this year. they only lost Johnny Cueto, and really, that's it on their whole team. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, I totally recall that happening. Yeah. There you go. No, jeez. Um, but, anyway, so those are your odds right now. No, okay, what, so what do you think about the Detroit Tigers? Where would you put them? I, you know what? They seem like a middle of the pack. I, I, here's, I'm hoping that the Tigers can get, get good enough to compete for either the, the division lead which I think is going to be hard this year. However, I, I, I want to say, like, I want them to finish second place in a wild card in the uh, Central. Mm-hmm. That's all I could really ask for out of this year. Yeah. I think they're better than Cleveland. But, I mean, where do you, where would you put them in the, in the pack? Oh, in the pack? Yeah. You said middle, so you're, say, around 15. Uh, that sounds about right. And that's exactly where they are. They're yeah, around okay. 15, 16, 17, something like that. I was going to say 15 to 20 to Tied 1. Tied with the White Sox. Well, that seems wrong. <laughs> but it seems wrong that <laughs> below, we're below, behind below, Cleveland, too. Below Cleveland. Tied with the White Sox. So... Meanwhile, it's the team that you know uh, almost got in the wild card last year, the Minnesota Twins. No, no love. No love. Well, nobody really expected anything last year. Well, that's true. And so nobody really expects anything this year. The team you picked that was just out of left field was Oakland, a hundred to one. Oh, really? Yeah. I just, I just didn't know what they did in the off season, and they always make me. How about, really what about f- the Pittsburgh Pirates? Where do they rank in there? They're they're tied with the Royals too. Oh, they are tied. Okay. The eight at eighteen to one, you have Cardinals, Rangers. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, you know, all the teams that almost won the World Series last year. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) All stuck at 11 through 14. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I want to see what this Tigers team looks like in the in spring training. Who would you say is the worst? Okay, there are two teams. So see if you can pick the two teams that that they think will be the two worst. The two worst teams in baseball. I mean, it's got to be the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. And oh gosh, who else is bad like the Arizona Diamondbacks? They're they're pretty terrible. So if you're saying the Arizona Diamondbacks are the worst team, then you're saying that the other team that's the worst is the Detroit Tigers because they have the same odds to win the World Series. As the Arizona Diamondbacks? Well, remember they picked up Zach Granke. Oh. They picked up some uh, 
Remember when everybody was a big San Diego Padres believer, oh, yeah. myself included, I last year? I think this team's going to be better than the Padres were last year. Cause well, it's going to be hard to be some... as bad. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you this. They're both National League teams. Yeah. Well, we haven't, we're not quite ready to do our full prediction just well, yet. We'll I'm probably do saying, that. Who do you think Vegas thinks is the two worst teams? Vegas don't try to skirt this situation. Well, right? I already said Arizona, so I'll put that on the record. And It's not them, though. I already told you. It's not them. Atlanta Braves? They're pretty bad. Braves. And who was the other really bad team last year? Oh, man. Oh, the uh, – the no, not the Astros. The Astros weren't bad. No, the Astros almost they beat were, the Royals. Yeah, they were good. I forget. Who's the other team? The Phillies. Oh, the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies. Okay. Just like – can't trade away their guys that they need to trade away and then just let them sit there and wither on the vine and the guys they do trade away, you know. Oh, Philly. Gotta love it. It wasn't that long ago they were in the World Series. It feels like just yesterday. But that team got a case of the olds super quick. Really quick. And then they just couldn't get rid of everybody because right after the right before they got old, they signed everybody to huge long term <laughs> contracts. And Cole then they got Hamels. old the second that the the ink yeah. dried on the contract. Cliff Lee, Ryan, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Yeah. Oof. They got rid of Jimmy Rollins about two years too late. Yeah. But Jimmy Rollins is still one of my favorite Jimmy players. Jimmy Rollins went era. to the White Sox yesterday. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. But anyway, there's our baseball right there. Uh, preseason predictions. Uh, are you getting you getting the package this year? We already talked about this. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I got that, that cheaper MLB TV package this year coming out because there was I a mean, lawsuit. If you don't get the package in the year after your team wins the World Series, what are you doing? You know what I mean? You think you would have to watch the next year after they win the World it's Series. It's the same question I ask. What do all these Seattle Seahawks fans do with their Carolina Panthers jerseys? Right. <laughs> they got to make room for their new Broncos jerseys that they just That's bought. right. Hey, everybody. Their closet's only so big is all I'm trying to say. Well, we're going to be right back to talk about three of our favorite TV shows after three seconds of Katy Perry. Takes you miles high, so high. Cause she's got Episode 6 of The X-Files, now in the book. Season 11 is now done. That's right. What do you think of these six-episode, like, BBC-style TV shows in the United States? This doesn't doesn't work for me. I need, I need at least a minimum of full 13, if not a full 24. Yeah, I kind of wish there were more. Uh, it was a little uneven. I enjoyed it, though. I thought it was great. Yeah. And, and as we talked before, I'm not somebody who's watched a ton of X-Files before. Mm-hmm. And the middle couple of episodes, uh, episodes four and five, I didn't like as much. They were solid episodes. They just didn't quite resonate with me. But then episode six came along and everything got crazy. Yeah, it did. <sighs> that was super crazy, dude. So we're going to be spoiling everything. So if you haven't watched it yet, first off, shame on you. But second, go watch it and then uh, hit, hit us back. We'll be here. That's how podcasts work. You could literally pause the show right now, watch all three of these episodes, and then come back and listen to our, our, our talking about it. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. So X-Files, everyone's an alien is basically what I'm learning. If they're going to survive. Well, yeah, basically what they're saying is you, <clears throat> in order to not get all the diseases, you have to have the alien DNA. Alien DNA. And they, now, how did this work exactly? I was a little bit confused by this plot point. So the cigarette smoking man, who's now like a hideous burn victim and smoking out of his stoma... And all this, like, ugh, uh, unpleasantness. Yeah. He, uh... How about his face, dude? His uh, face looks like it got peeled off. Uh, Look like a Hellraiser up in here. like Gus Fring. Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Somehow not as horrifying. <laughs> and he was still alive. Um, so how did... What is this disease? Like, he all of a sudden unleashed a disease on the entire world, or at least all of America, that unless you have alien DNA, you're going to die from it in, like, two days? 
I guess pretty much in the and and they were and it was also being like spread through the air through the chemtrails. Yeah, we believe chemtrails. what Joel McHale was saying. Right. So they they I like the way they yes we got Joel McHale back. Yes, we got communities. Joel McHale of Talk Soup. Uh, he's fantastic Which in this just role. Got canceled Talk Soup. Well, he's not still on it anymore. I know, but it got canceled. I'll be honest. I thought it got canceled five years ago. Oh, did did you? Yeah. Okay. So. It's sort of just like, well, you know, it, it, the, the canceling talks. It's sort of like the whole hacking of the iPhones thing going on right now, and the, the FBI wants that backdoor. I'm like, I sort of assumed that already existed, so I guess I can't really get mad about it because I've already been living under the pretense that was a thing. So I guess if they do it, I don't care. Right. I've already, I've already been okay with it for years, only to find out it wasn't true in the first place. Wait, you're okay with things in real life that were just theoretical things on a TV show? <laughs> Somehow, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a realization right now, and I'm not sure I'm happy about it. But X Files, the fictional show, cigarette smoking man who's dying of cancer, uh, has basically decided he wants to save Mulder and Scully, which is a little bit weird. Yeah. So they've already saved Scully by giving her the da- baby DNA or the the alien DNA for her and her baby, and then Mulder won't take the DNA. Right. And so we have fake Mulder and Scully. Well, he doesn't want to be associated. He doesn't want to be tied in with the smoking man in any, you know, that's his. So he'd just rather die on the he'd spot. He'd rather just die than, than, than be his lackey. Well, just because you have the alien DNA doesn't mean you're his lackey. This is what I didn't understand maybe yeah, about the episode. Yeah, but, you're, but you're, you're, you're compromising yourself. You know, you're basically saying like. Look, if I'm dying of terminal cancer and robot Hitler walks in the door with a cure for cancer, <laughs> I will take robot Hitler's cure for cancer. Okay. I'm not I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm still against you, Robot Hitler. I'm not sure why you're doing this. Gift horse, meat mouth. Not looking. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity, Robot Hitler. <laughs> um, and then Einstein and Miller are both dying of the disease. And then Scully did a weird thing with like her blood where she like vaped her own blood or something and then turned it into like IV bags for everybody. Yeah, she turned it into the the antidote? The antidote. It's a little the, that was a little that was a little thin for me. Uh, yeah, I know. It was. It seemed like it would take long the, the big thing for me is like it seems like it would take much longer to get that done, you know. Right. Yeah. And it's just that she comes up with the idea for the cure to processing and mass producing the cure in what? 20 minutes? Well, this is what this is kind of goes to your point like wouldn't it have been nice to, for this to be like a three arc, three episode arc sure. you know, where yes. it goes slowly, you know. <clears throat> They have to figure it out slowly instead of like, oh, we figured it out in like five minutes. That just seemed a little. Well, you know what's weird? If only they had six episodes to do that arc. Oh, wait. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's exactly what they did. And they instead spent time with a a homeless statue man. Although, you know, I watched that episode again with the homeless statue, the the one with the art coming to life. Yeah. I liked it more than you did. Yeah. I I, I liked the premise of it, it just didn't hit for me. Yeah. But um, so then the end of the big end of the episode happens. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like putting a lot of it aside because it seemed like a lot of this episode was just I'm sick. Let's yeah. have a conversation. I'm sick. Let's character. You know, uh, find out about each other's character. I'm yeah. sick. Oh, <laughs> now I'm sicker. Uh, it's the alien spaceship shows up at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what's happening, dude. Well, we, don't, we also spaceship. don't know who's in the alien spaceship. I mean, is this uh, the government using the alien technology? Or, oh, you I know? never even thought of that. Yeah, that's what we always have to wonder. My first thought was that, oh, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's Mulder and Scully's alien kid coming William? to save them. I, okay, who knows? But that's, that's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'd like to really read some uh, some uh, fan theory, some fan theory, and see and see what what jives with you know. But 
But we're living in this whole like changes the entire scope of the X Files, doesn't it? Like now, all of a sudden, aliens are real and it's provable, and everyone sees it. Well, I think that happened like in the movie, even that it's it's that everybody saw it. Pretty much everybody assumed. Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, But I mean, we as the audience kind of knew it was real. Well, we knew it was real because of episode one of this X Files series where they go to the spaceship. People will still, but. People don't necessarily know that this is because of the aliens. I mean, it's just Tad talking about this on TV. It's For true. everyone else, it just could be just like, oh, this this disease, and, and it gets fixed. And even Einstein, even the people who are in this case working this specific job mm-hmm. still think Joel McHale's full of crap. Well, yeah, see? So you're right. But he's actually 100% correct about everything. Yeah, he apparently is. Bring back community. That's what I'm trying Bring to say. community. Um, but anyway, so what'd you think of the overall story arc? What would you give this as a, you're as a fan, I'm coming as kind of a new fan of X-Files. If you were to like grade it, give it a score, what do you think? I mean, just the whole, whole arc is a six episode set. Look, there's always, to me, has to be some kind of, um, I, there's some leniency in like, and how plausible some of the things are. Yes. Because I enjoy the characters so much. And also because it's sci-fi and sci-fi things don't always have to make sense, right? Well, there's different types of sci-fi. Right. I mean, there, there's plausible sci-fi, mm-hmm. and then there's essentially futuristic fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is more plausible sci-fi, I guess. They try to be, and then yeah. every so often they just throw in something magical and don't explain it. Well, but that's kind of the whole point of this. Like, well, there are things that... That's the thing. Mulder believes there are things that cannot be explained with normal science. Yeah. Right? And even, you know, Scully has come to that belief. To some, She even was talking to Einstein it about it. It seems like she believes the crazy stuff now more than he does. He oh, spent the entire six episode arc the, being like, I don't think I, mean, I don't believe this crap I believe anymore. That's what we call the arc of a series, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's the cold detached one, and she's the crazy conspiracy one. Well, I think they've both become a little bit more like each other. That's all. I think that's fair. Yeah, they, they're meeting in the middle. I interest. I'm interested because they have got. You know, they are going to have more episodes next year, correct? Is it, I, it has not been officially signed yet. I thought it was. I thought it was, too, but I was looking into it last night because I was having that exact conversation. I mean, it had good had good. Uh, Everybody ratings, thinks so. it's coming back, but nothing is for sure yet. I believe, uh, and, and this was uh, by fan of the show Amy Bartlett, she, she uh, prompted to me that they potentially had two separate endings to episode six, one involving the aliens in the spaceship and one a little bit more pedestrian mm-hmm. based on whether they thought the show was for sure he's coming back or not mm-hmm. and that they had a pedestrian ending with more episodes to come. But since it hadn't been signed yet, they went with the alien ending with all the question marks to make the people be like, well, we got to know what happens. We got to bring it back now. We can't just let it end like that. Well, I don't know. I, I, I look, there are always several endings they discuss. I don't think it depended on whether they, you know, the X-Files has never worked like that, where they were afraid of, like, oh, this ending's not going to, you know. But it's also never worked as a six-episode, let's see what happens, miniseries either. Uh, it did this time, because it's probably getting renewed. I believe so. <laughs> um, but let's face it, I just think it's exciting to have, like, a show like the X-Files, mm-hmm. and then talk about a grand conspiracy behind it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that is great. Uh, look, anytime, I love those characters so much that if the, they anytime, were anytime they come back, I'm in. And I want to see more of Miller and uh, Einstein as well. You never saw the Lone Gunman, did you? Mm-mm. The Lone Gunman were these like uh, conspiracy dudes that were like always trying to uh, these th- like three or four nerdy dudes. They were all in the, their little uh, sequestered thing, always spreading theory and stuff. And, like the internet. Yeah, and and they had a uh, they had a spinoff show called the Lone Gunman that didn't last very long. No, but, uh, because the Lone Gunman were in, in reality were like I think te- crew guys from the X Files. They just put them on a couple times on the show and then it like became popular. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can dig it. 
Yeah. I was like that kind of thing. It would take minor characters from the series mm-hmm. and kind of just like spread them out. Well, they weren't minor characters. They were like, oh, here's the gaffer, uh, gaffer guy. You want to play this part today? It's like two lines. And then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, we like those guys. We're bringing them back. Done. <laughs> Speaking of minor characters who got their own show, Better Call Saul. Ooh, uh, See what I just did there? I, wouldn't think, I didn't think Saul was a minor character at all. Well, he wasn't uh, Jesse or Walter White. Therefore, well, think those were, supporting character. You think those were uh, major characters? Do I think Walter White and Jesse Pinkman were major characters on Breaking Bad? I th- yes, I do. See, you and I have never agreed. I have always <laughs> thought that Walking... <laughs> this show's about the kid? I, no. I have always thought that Breaking Bad was essentially like a nightmare that Tuco had. Oh, Jesus. And then at the then end... How do you explain the parts after Tuco dies? <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's like a Jacob's Ladder yeah, scenario. thank you. Really, the story is all about the turtle. Look, when you die and you're with the head on it. If you die while having a dream, does your dream not keep going? I don't want to find out (laughs) if I can help it. Uh, So, Better Call Saul's back. What a fantastic episode once again. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Saul's, Jimmy's brother, just absolutely could not stay out of his business. And my question is Was Michael McKean really playing the piano there at the beginning? I think he was. I feel like he was too, but maybe he wasn't. Um, because I just believe I, he could so, do that. So you think he just went in there with ill intentions, right? Yes. Away? Because he was already talking about going to the office before he knew that he got hired. Uh, he was already talking about it, but he was never seriously considering it. As soon as he's told his brother Jimmy is in the boardroom doing stuff, I thought he now said, he immediately comes back the next day. I thought he said he was going to come in for a couple hours, and then and then he told him that Jimmy was working there. He said, "Well, it's a standing offer. You can come by." And then he says, "I've been thinking about coming. I've been thinking about coming by, maybe for a couple hours next week. Mm. I don't know. It's something I'm kind of playing around with. I'm feeling stronger." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, by the way, Jimmy's in the office now. Oh, I'll be in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, just for that meeting. Doesn't it's not he, like it was a coincidence. Doesn't this character just need to get punched? Yeah, or repeatedly. Kicked in the nuts. Oh, my goodness. He's so infuriating because we spent the entire first season thinking he was kind of a good guy, but a little crazy, mm-hmm. only to find out he's been actively working against I our mean, protagonist is, and putting him down a road is, of evil. This is literally the, the thing that defines the word hater that people say. Yes. This is literally what that is. He hates that his brother is having success when he came. Just because he t- took a different path. It's not just that he hates it, though. He doesn't respect his brother. He sees his brother as a certain character type mm-hmm. of the villain, you know, of the shady drifter. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely, no matter what Jimmy does, and Jimmy's trying so hard to show his brother he's not that person. And th- as hard as Jimmy tries, his brother refuses to see it at all. And so anytime he's put in any position of prominence, he undercuts him because he thinks it's the right thing to do for everyone else. I mean, here's the deal. It turns out he is right. His brothers can't fight off those demons and not be shady. Uh, them demons will get you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fact. Them demons come calling. It is hard not to answer. But um, how amazing. I, my, my new favorite character in all of Breaking Bad is the, uh, the drug dealer. Yeah? <laughs> is the, the pharma bro, if you will, whose name I'm completely blanking on right now. But um, I like the uh, – I also like the, you know, the other drug dealer, the guy that was working for his dad the at guy, the yes, auto shop. He was great, too. He's on uh you don't watch Orphan Black. I do he, not. He's he's uh Is he British? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I believe he is. Oh uh God. he's either British or Canadian. Listen, I mean they shoot Orphan Black in Canada. Everyone's British. Every yeah. TV star is British. That's why they have such amazing southern accents. <laughs> but uh, that's another 
It's another conversation for another day. That is correct. Um, but yeah, so this whole thing about how he's driving, what was it, the school bus for pimps and clowns or something like that? <laughs> And uh, and so essentially, you know, what how ends up bad is that guy at lying too? Oh. Oh, well, I uh, no, it's just I, I found I found him. I found my cards. Uh, I just okay. Why don't you go get some water? <laughs> I'm gonna finish this conversation. And the whole notion didn't he? I have to believe he came up with this on the spot. I felt like he was. Uh, you seen Fargo, right? The t- the movie Fargo. The movie Fargo. He yes. was channeling. You know, he was channeling. Uh, uh, what was his name in Fargo? Uh, the Ned Ryerson character? No, the guy that's like, but you see, I, I don't need the job done anymore. Uh, oh, no. Uh, William H. Macy. Yeah, we have the William yes. H. Macy character. No, but it's done, so I, I guess it's all over then. Oh, but but I, you know. Yes. He even talks about the true coat. Yep. <laughs> he said the clear coat, but the true you see that that true coat? They put that but on at the factory. What I can't put, do nothing about that. What he puts together is a, a story so insane, yet somehow plausible, mm-hmm. that what got stolen weren't pharmaceuticals and drugs, which caused him to then be allowed to buy the big car. It was videos he made with a lover of him wiping his butt naked on pies and smooshing it around. Yeah, just that made me so happy. Sitting on pies and stuff. Yeah. He's making cake fart videos. Without calling them cake fart videos, he's well, making cake fart videos. They're they're fetish videos. Yes, uh, and, and you know they had. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know Brie Larson is, but she's nominated this year for a movie called Room. Okay, uh, I've heard the name. Attractive young actress. She uh, on, started uh, in cake fart movies. No, but oh. she played a character that was like a cam girl, where people would like have her sit on cakes and stuff. That's yeah. so ridiculous. And that was it. She would sit on cakes. And then people would pay her online on uh, uh, United States of Terra. Oh, okay. I mean, to be fair, uh, career aspirations. I wish somebody <laughs> paid me a bunch of money to sit on cakes. Uh, that'd be great. I, I I would have no problem with that whatsoever. Right. But that story is that actually would would probably not be the worst thing to sit on a cake. You know? I mean, yes, it's a little degrading, but for the wow, money that these people whatever. make being on cam videos, on a cake, dude, it's like. 30 minutes of work like, for a day's worth of pay. It's something that you love, like, okay. Something you, you love to do? Guys, no, no, listen. How do you find out you love sitting on no, cakes? No, listen, I didn't say that. I was saying that it's. it reminds me of, like, any time I watch, like, a Three Stooges thing where people get hit with a bunch of pies. I was sure. like, oh, that would be hilarious. That would be really fun to, like, fall on these pies. But I don't want to. You don't want to do it. I don't want to do it unless I'm getting paid. Right. Because uh, you'll be all dirty and your clothes will be dirty. But if somebody paid you, it would be really fun to, like, Sit on pies and cakes. Well, Brent, have I got a surprise for you. Oh! I brought a pie with me today. Did you bring some money also? I did not. Oh, okay. So we're, well, not, then... do, we're not doing this after all. Mm, that's good. Is that rhubarb? Strawberry rhubarb? Well, you know, it's mostly whipped cream for effect, but yeah, there's a little in the bottom is a little bit of strawberry rhubarb. Okay. Thank you, man. I was really kind of wanting to throw this at your face, though. We, we talked about this ahead of time. It's mostly eaten now. Yeah, it's gone, basically. Thank mm. Thanks. In any case, yeah, and so he flips the uh, the giant Hummer uh, in exchange to get his baseball cards back. And I just love Mike talking to this guy, like uh, the the drug dealer, like he's a child. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like, I just respectfully disagree with you. He's like, no, here's what's going to happen. They're pretending to be your friend. They're going to bring you in. They're going to sweat you, and you will crumble and fold and reveal the whole operation. And that's bad for my business, right? Because there's no way you don't mention me, so I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> Once again, showing why he never should have gotten rid of Mike in the first place. But at least Mike was nice enough to get the drug dealer to tell him our business is concluded. Yes. 
Is this the last we see of this character? I hope not. Oh, I don't think he so. He feels like he's going to keep coming back, right? Yeah, I don't think so. It's pretty fantastic. Well, what's, what's your overall take on the episode this week? I thought it was great. I mean, we finally got Chuck in there, which is what I wanted. You wanted him and Jimmy to be together, even though the result was like, I was so mad at Chuck. Oh, the brother. Yeah. There we go. That's his name, Chuck. I just um, think of him Michael McKean. Just, you know, once sure. I've seen him in enough stuff, he's only Michael McKean. Okay. <laughs> but Chuck, yes. Wearing the, uh, the insulated jacket mm-hmm. with the thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. So cool. Well, I'll tell you what then. Walking Dead. Yeah. How'd you feel about it? Um, obviously, after such an action-packed episode last week, we're going to have a little... You would think it would be a little less action-packed than it was. Uh, I mean, it'd have to be. But there was <laughs> still plenty of action going on, and we got to see the uh, you know one of my favorite characters, Jesus. Jesus? I don't know anything about this character at all. Uh, is there anything you can tell me about Jesus without spoiling anything that might be coming? Well, he's probably going to kill Rick in the next... Two- oh! No, he's no. probably not. Um, <laughs> without spoiling anything? Well, I, I mean, mean, again, though, what he does in the... To be fair, based on two episodes I mean, and I what guess, I've read online, this I has been very I wanna, faithful. I don't want to spoil anything, but if you have questions you want me to answer, I'll answer them. And then if it's your fault, if it spoils something. Okay, I, I just have one major question. Yeah. I think that'll be on the people's minds. Uh, and it seems obvious to me, but I guess I'll ask it. He is a bad guy, right? No. He's not a bad guy. Not a bad guy. Because I just sort of, with all this Negan stuff happening, I sort of assumed he was like the Herald of Negan, and he was being sent as like a scout. Well, ne- Negan's guys had all guns and things, and this guy had no gun. Well, that makes him a good scout. I mean, he used as his weapon firecrackers in a barrel. Firecrackers in a barrel, and then he stole the keys. Jesus. All right, so he's just going to be a productive member of this society? It just seems like well, he's, a, he's a poop disturber is what it seems to me. Let's say he maybe he has his own group. Okay, you but know. it's not Negan's group. It's not Negan's group. So, but I mean, again, that's in the comics, not necessarily on the TV. Well, show. that's true. But I'd be a pretty big stretch for them to take this. Oh, character, is that right? This, this character that people really like. Very in the exciting. Comic and make him a bad guy. Very exciting. Well, then here's the deal. I've. Basically- I mean, I look. I think he's he's got yeah. a similar arc to like Aaron, right? Okay. Where you meet him, and we don't know if he's good or bad at first. Uh, we don't know if Aaron's lying about everything. We and that guy know. was cool. Yeah, he got super cool. Yeah. Now I think about it. Yeah, uh, what's your opinion of Enid? Because the internet hates her. Flat out hates her. She spends the whole thing being moody out in the woods with Carl. Oh, I'm sorry, one-eyed Carl? I don't know. I uh, She's done a real lot of really nice things to help she's, people, she's and she's both. been moody. She's a normal person. She's done good things and bad things. I was going to say, she's a normal 15-year-old, 16-year-old girl in that she's generally trying to be helpful, but she has her like moods. It's just going to happen. Internet needs to calm down with its misogyny for five seconds and just let her be a kid. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, the, the same people that were, like, mad at Carl before when he was being a grumpy teenager. Right. It's the same deal. These ageists. Now, it's a, it, since it's a girl, everyone it's hates her? ten times worse, I think, near as I can tell. Although, I mean, I felt the same way about Sam, and then he got eaten. <laughs> uh, I didn't like Sam. I hated Sam. He's a little so brat. I don't care if he had Sam uh, uh, endangered uh, the group. Sam yeah. endangered, endangered the group. At a certain point, you had to do usually what Michonne Carl, ended up doing to his brother. Yeah, usually Carl or Enid, they just endanger themselves, not the group. Right. Right. So uh, what was your take on uh, Zombie Deanna? Oh, that was great. We knew it was coming. I'd heard enough scuttlebutt saying that in the comics, Deanna became a zombie. And so as soon as um, uh, her kid was out there walking around with a shovel on his back, that was my first thought is, oh, he's out looking for zombie Deanna. Yeah, of course. 
I mean, not that I knew for a fact it was going to happen, but I'd heard enough scuttlebutt from the comic book community to know that that was coming eventually. Um, now, would you be able to do that? What he did? Uh, yeah, I think in that in that in that world, yeah, of course. <laughs> What's your choice? What's the choice? Have Michonne do it for you? Oh well, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Even as a zombie, I couldn't look square into the eyes and just like pull the trigger like that. Mm-hmm. Or pull the hatchet or the knife or whatever the case may be. That was rough. Although I thought it was strange that he kills he kills zombie Deanna. Yeah. And then h- hugs her as like, like we don't know she's 100% dead yet. Yeah. I kind of expected her to just be like, oh, on the way down, like one yeah. last like trigger oh, bite or something. Like That would have been great. That's on you, dude. Um, I Look, I think in my mind, I think I'd be one of those like guys from a mafia show, you know, where I would, I would, you know. Look, make them look me in the eyes and say, I'm doing, you see me? I'm doing this to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, mom. <laughs> Zombie mom. Zombie right? mom. Remember, that's not your mom anymore. I mean, it is, but it's it isn't. Not. Yeah. It is, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, then my last take here, final part of the episode. Rick and Michonne. Oh, man. As soon as he flops down on the couch, though, just the way she was sitting, well, I felt like something was happening. I Did you not notice anything before that? No. Okay, the first... We, we were watching it, and if you go back and watch it, in the first minute of the episode, I believe... Of this episode. Of this episode. Okay. Uh, Rick leaves, and as he walks by, you just see him kind of touch a couple fingers with Michonne, and I was, I, was like, I was like, what was that? And Tressa was like, what? And I go, rewind that. And I saw them touch fingers. I was like, those guys are about to get it on. Really? Something's going on with those guys. I'll show okay. you. We'll watch right okay. after this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, when, as soon as that scene started, my brain was just like, they are comfortable like the way two people who do boning are comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, this I've not seen Michonne let her guard down well, basically ever look, in this maybe, regard. Maybe this is the whole... Uh, the result of maybe Deanna, uh, Deanna's effect on her. Deanna it, was the one that said to her, you need to figure out what you want in this life. Well, I think it's also because for the first time maybe ever, she feels like safe Well, to a point. Since the apocalypse, yes. Yeah. Remember in her former life, she was married. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, she's, she's been a, a B.A., you know, a stone-cold assassin ninja chick for, like, her entire post-apocalyptic life because she had to be. Mm-hmm. There was no doubt. She doesn't talk a lot to people. She doesn't let people in because of how many terrible things happened. She's now had enough adventures with this group, and Rick is newly single. <laughs> I don't think that, yeah. That was well, she wasn't going to get on him while he had a girlfriend. That's true. Did he really have a girlfriend there? Oh, absolutely. I guess. He, well, here's the deal. He was staking out his claim very he was clearly. He out his claim. I don't think it got fully staked. I don't, but... I, and I don't think she was uh, mad about it. No. Well, she, you know, until she couldn't help but watch her autistic son being chewed apart by zombies and got right. herself killed at the same time. Wait, did Michonne kill that kid so she could get with Rick? Unbelievable. That's disgusting, Michonne. You are a thug, Michonne. You are the puppet master. You are a thug. Oh, my God. And the way she dances after she kills him. (laughs) She's OP. So we've we've gone off the rails a little bit. But uh, yeah, so Michonne, but then Michonne. Michonne is the best, though. I guess. Michonne's great. Uh, And they're doing, you see, uh, new Telltale Walking Dead episodes with Michonne. Rick's not good enough for her. Okay, fair enough. Do you see they're doing Michonne uh, video games? No. Telltale Next Walking Dead season is based around Michonne. Oh, that would be great. Well, it's happening. And it's actually happening, like, real soon. I really, really, I mean, 
Michonne at her peak of uh, anger and craziness was my favorite. Michonne when she had Straight. the when she had the, the two, two guys. Slaves. Yeah, mm, I dig it. And then uh, so they're they're straight up nakers, interrupted by the Lord. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, man, that is some biblical stuff happening right there. Did you like the whole? Did you like the whole? Uh, he says, "Well, my friends used to call me Jesus," and he holds his arms out. And I was like, "Okay, that's kind of great. Much. That's a bit much." I loved it. I, <laughs> I mean, here's the deal: if I was that guy, I'd do the same thing. You need yeah. vi- sometimes you need visual approximation to help you with your words. Okay. But I did appreciate that Jesus walks into the room and they just both stand up butt naked with their weapons, yeah. and he's just like, "We got to talk." <laughs> and then you see him look down twice at Rick. Huh? Looks Whoa. down, back up, and back down again. <laughs> I don't remember that. I think you made it up. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, and then all of a sudden, Jesus can't help himself. And it's just them three running around the name. Well, you, you know what he said. <laughs> he looked right at Rick, and he goes, man, you might have a lot going down there, but I'm hung like this. <laughs> That's wrong. No? That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's enough talking that's about wrong, t- right? TV shows for one I do not day. support that action. <laughs> well, we're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about, well, some bed bugs. We're going to wrap up the show yeah. after three seconds of Bruno Mars. I've slept in a lot of different hotels. I assume you have as well. A mm-hmm. bunch of different places. You figure professional basketball players probably stay in some of the higher-end places, right? right? Yeah. I mean, they're not staying at the Motel 6 no matter what Tom Bodette tries to sell me. Really? Leave the light on for you. Yeah. Turn it off. I don't want to see where I am. Take that, Motel 6. I don't want to go to any hotel where they're playing like a, what is it, a violin? Playing a violin? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking... <laughs> That's the doing song. Star Wars themes? That's the song they play at the end of the Motel 6 commercials. Oh, uh, okay. I was just thinking, like, you don't want to go into any hotel where there's people playing... It was like Asian music? Playing Deliverance. You're saying that one, not me. What are you talking about? I was talking about why the do you th- why banjos do you of Deliverance. you always have to make, like, just weird racial comments about Asians? <laughs> that is why the opposite of what you with your happened? eyes, dude? That's not funny. Oh, my God. Listen, I got nothing. How dare you, sir? Um, but yeah, so uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, Kyrie Irving, staying at Oklahoma City, staying at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Stayed up all night with bed bugs. He says he caught five on his pillow. Okay. That's horrifying. First of all, when I catch one bed bug on my pillow and I'm an NBA star, I'm out of that room. Right. Right? Right. I'm going downstairs and being like, okay, what the H? Um, yes, or at the very least, if you just can't I gotta be... say, this story's just making me itch. Just like my... Yeah, you are. You all of a sudden start reaching down there. Yeah. Maybe you got bed bugs. Right. I just got a new bed, so I'm not worried about the bed bugs. Uh, it has nothing to do with that. Could oh. be on your linens. Uh-oh. I got new linens, too, so I think I'm okay. Yeah, they're probably probably in there. Unless you have alien DNA. Now I'm itchy. God dang See? it. See? I told you. It happens. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I just go sleep in the bathtub. Maybe I'm crazy. But if I have an issue like that and I really can't no. sleep, I want to get a new Why? room. You go sleep in the bathtub. Room. Well, you're not paying. The yeah, Cleveland but Cavaliers someone is paying. paying for it. Yeah, he has to play in a game the next. He's going to sleep in a bathtub, so he wakes up with a crick in his neck, as opposed to not sleeping at all. And could you take your sheets and your? You've never slept in a bathtub before. I mean, in Nebraska, we had a crick in our backyard, but that would dry <laughs> up during the summer. Oh my goodness! 
You are not that backwater. Don't even try to start. Ray, I grew up 10 miles from Larry the Cable Guy. Yes, and he's an act. Nobody in Nebraska talks like Larry the Cable Guy. Okay. All right. Well, are you going to put on an affectation now just to try to I'm prove That's how I normally talk, right? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even <laughs> So have you... Get her done. Ray, we're almost done with the podcast. Let's get her done. Oh, my God. Why? Why is this happening? Um, you brought it so up. Kyrie Irving with the bed bugs. Mm-hmm. They bit him in the head. You're right. Why don't you just leave the room? That, I, that's what I'm saying. But you could be half asleep. And I don't have any sympathy dr- for him. Yes, it sucks. You think you you're bed dreaming bugs. it. Right? Uh, you know, leave your room if you're getting bit. Go get the chair. Go sleep in the tub. I'm sorry. I'm down with sleeping in the tub. Go sleep one of your. Well, I guess you're. You don't want to go knocking on any doors yeah. of any NBA players. Hey, guys. Uh, in the morning. Hey, guys. Uh, hey. Hey, hey, LeBron. Hey, LeBron, <laughs> I wet the bed. Can I sleep with you tonight? <laughs> no, David Blatt. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Oh. Hey, hey, hey LeBron. Uh, did you possibly take my, take my throne? No. <laughs> Good luck finding your chair, LeBron. Uh, no, I don't know. Like you're right, Kyrie Irving. Well, you could be. He, don't you? Haven't you ever done this before? Where you're like you're asleep and you're out, and who knows how much partying you were doing or what have you? But an NBA player, you figure at the very least you're super exhausted at the end of a game night. Isn't there going to be like or a travel day? Isn't there going to be a part of you that's just lying there and you just don't care anymore? Yeah, you, I guess. You open your eyes, you see five bed bugs. One's gnawing on your your eyebrow, and you just kind of go, oh, "I don't have time. I don't have time for I this crap possible, right now." But I still like Ugh. that would wake me up. I wouldn't. I would. That would gross me out. And I would wake up. Sorry. I don't care how tired I was. I would not be able to just stay sleeping. No. Yeah. You'd have to do something, like go to the tub. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I guess that's <laughs> maybe it's a cultural thing. But maybe that's a thing dumb white people do. I mean, yeah, it's true. Maybe I would get in the shower and just like scrub down real quick and then just get the heck out of there. But, yeah, you put uh, on your put on your bed bug bathrobe. Yeah, but no, you go in there, you you know, you disinfect yourself, and then you don't put on any clothes because who knows what's infected. Go down to the and lobby. Just go down to LeBron's room. Go to LeBron's room. Hey LeBron. Hey LeBron. I got scared. Hey LeBron. I'm naked. Um, I had bed bugs and I'm naked. Room service. <laughs> ordered LeBron's your... like, wait a minute. You have bed bugs and you're naked. Ordered your uh, wiener. Maybe say a couple things that are going to make me open the door. Those are things I will guarantee <laughs> I do not open the door. <laughs> Let's see. You're my teammate. You're naked. You have bed bugs. I'm turning the lights back Good off luck again. That. Yeah. There's a window over there. Go ahead. Jump out it. Security. Security? Security! Is that that Nebraska accent coming back out of you again? You know, they got them there, security guards. No, uh, my sister-in-law watches these videos of this character named Bonquiqui. <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again? Bonquiqui. Bonquiqui. And she's just kind of like, you know, uh, I guess she was, you would say she's like ghetto or whatever. You know, the character. So basically, whatever she does, she's working at like at, uh, at McDonald's or something. And somebody's like, excuse me, uh, uh, I just ordered this burger and it doesn't have the mayo on it. And she goes, oh, it doesn't have your mayo. Security. Security. <laughs> just, no, she just calls, no matter what happens, she calls security and she says, security. I'm shocked I've never heard of these videos before. <laughs> you don't often share them on your timeline on Facebook, uh, right? That's because I don't watch them. <laughs> Apparently you do. 
Well, because you're over here explaining them to me. When my sister-in-law comes over and says, "Oh, you got to watch the new Bon Quiqui video," you know what I haven't seen? Borderline racist stuff. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put that on the YouTubes. <laughs> oh my gracious! No, I, it's it's like the movie Friday. Right? Oh, I see. You're making fun of yourselves. People make fun of their own. Well, it's sort of like that um uh that uh, old Chris Rock bit, you know, or the you know, the classic like Night at the Apollo bit. It's just like white people get bed bugs like this. Yeah. Black people get bed bugs like this. Ow my face. Yes. Nay LeBron. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's a they're mad TV videos. Okay. I forgot to mention that. Okay, here's the deal. Now I'm on board. Are you? <laughs> if if Mad TV does it, I've got a certain place in my heart for Mad TV. Uh, I, I for many years I thought Mad TV was the superior show to Saturday Night Live, and I don't think I was wrong. I, yeah, I think uh, at times it was. Yeah, uh, it was the style also they were doing was a little more modern. Right. You know? uh, also, it's like when Mad TV does it, I give it a little bit of rope. When it's just random thing on YouTube, I give it a lot less rope because well anybody can make those videos these days. <laughs> well, that's true, but I mean it's okay. It's not my. Yeah, it's okay, but she does always call security. Well, that's just, it's Mad TV, so it's just character-driven, groundling-style anyway, security, that's what I'd be saying if Kyrie Irving showed up naked in <laughs> my door. I really want to go visit LeBron now, naked, in his hotel room, but not going to... Hey, LeBron, I hey had LeBron. a bad dream. <laughs> LeBron, I can't sleep. Can I sleep between you and your two concubines? <laughs> <laughs> hey, LeBron, I pooped the bed. <laughs> Uh, Ray, if he's sleeping with anyone, it's most likely his wife. Sure. That's, that's an NBA thing, right? Yes. (laughs) Moving on, folks. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Raisin Brent. Raisin Brent? Sriracha Brent? What were we saying right there? I was saying security. (laughs) Security Raisin Brent. Security Brent. Oh, my goodness. And uh, we got some people we got. Well, first off, contact information. If you want to uh, hit up the show, you can always go to Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast or hit us up on uh, the Twitters at Ray Brent Podcast. You can also hit us up individually on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And, of course, you can uh, uh, find us. Well, I said Facebook already. Facebook.com. We yeah, need more stop likes. stop repeating yourself, dude. Give us a five-star review on iTunes while you're going. Who cares? Just do, do it. it. Man up. I don't even care if you believe it. <laughs> Just, Just do, do it. it. What You owe me. For this content mm-hmm. we're providing you. for you. Thank you. If you do not do it, we will show up at your door with bed bugs. <laughs> Naked. Naked. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, we, we, we have bed bugs in our bed. Can we join you? <laughs> hey, Just Clay. Just uh. Clay. <laughs> Our boy Just Clay. You know what? Just Clay. Yeah. So we got people we want to thank this week, Brent. We got to thank the train wrecks. That's got to thank the train wrecks. Yes, that is something we have to do. How about Jeremy Buck and the Bang? Do we have gotta to thank, thank them? them. Got to thank them. We have to thank um, Jordan Monsell, the artist. Yeah, Monsell me some art. Go Jordan. to jordanmonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. Buy his art. He's got a new uh, showing coming up pretty soon. And it uh, looks pretty good. Yep. Pretty much you should just buy his art because it's fantastic. So yep. if you listen to this show. That's some cool Deadpool art now. And you haven't bought Jordan Monsell art? Just do it. Man up. It's awesome. Hey, Dino. Got to thank you. Got to thank the producer also. Speaking of which, David Knoll for producing. Mm-hmm. Dean O. Dean O. That's right. Still nobody calls him that. It's really just you. Dean O. Sold. Uh, anybody else you'd like to thank, Brent? Mm, myself. I was hilarious this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do better next week. Yeah, please. Try to match your level. Thank you. Get on my level. <laughs> Get in my belly. <laughs> oh. Okay, guys. Good night. Security. You're gonna have to drag me out in 
change.